We here at Tuning Japanese would like to take a moment of silence in remembrance of Ropen Matsu. She was lost in our last episode, and she will be missed. Can we please have a moment of silence? Why, why are you looking at me that way? Mo moment of silence. The last episode... Jeez, she's a robot. They'll rebuild her. They have the technology. They can make her bigger, better, faster. Smaller, cuter, cat ears. Oh, dear God, no. Uh-oh. Yeah! That ought to do it! Who wouldn't mind a cute, adorable panda walking down their street? See here? While adorable is a good thing normally... Hey, a panda! It's white! It's a black! Look, it's a panda! A panda! Pandas are cute. Perhaps the problem of attracting attention has somehow not been solved. No kidding! And it's actually getting worse! It's become a rather unexpectedly sensational situation. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. I'm chewing peanuts with my eyes and eating spaghetti through my nose. My name is Andrew. Ugh, that is such a disturbing sight, you abomination. <laughs> what about the sound? It's hard to describe. It's like, you know, throwing diamonds down the garbage disposal. He won't break even if an elephant steps on him. Probably. Uh, his name is Bill. I am kind of invincible. It's true. I think it's been proven. Yeah. Or more yeah. immortal, at least. And then... Oh, hey, 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 hey! Uh, Can I live in a self-centered flashback? You already do. Thank you, Bill. That's so sweet of you. <laughs> oh, oh it's just, <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. I'm Josh! <laughs> he is. And, and this, I'm amazing! This is Tuning Japanese, and we are up to episode 15 of Excel Saga. Bill, you got a title for us? More! Prop Memorial. Oh, <laughs> Prop Memorial. Yeah. Uh, it is Bill's week. That's why Bill actually knows something. Uh, I know something. <laughs> he knows something about the anime episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but before we get into Prop Memorial, more Prop Memorial uh, things, whatever the title is, we need to talk about some nerd news. Josh, you're twitching. Okay, we got to wrap this up, man. I, I got to play Overwatch. right? Like, right now. Like, yes, like, jo like Josh, since he's gotten here, has not stopped talking about Overwatch. Overwatch. He, he, he... Cheers, love! The cavalry's here! So, Josh, you want to tell us about Overwatch? Overwatch is actually pretty fun. Pretty addicting. Very addicting. I just want to know, how did Blizzard create digital crack? I mean, seriously. In all honesty, uh, <laughs> I love playing this game, and I love playing Blizzard games. I play Hearthstone all the time. Andrew just downloaded Hearthstone. I did. I was streaming the other day. For more information, <laughs> you can check out uh, the Questionable Endeavor Network at questnnetwork.com. I post when I'm on there. And just one of my recent times, I got goaded into playing Hearthstone finally. It is very addictive. Right. If, you, that... want to play, if you want to play Overwatch or Hearthstone with me, 
Suck a fat one. (laughs) Bill, yeah, Bill does not like the online play, but it did create a thought process I have because I've been jonesing every day at work Mm -hmm. to go back home and play Overwatch or, dare I say, even... Cosplay it? No, no, no. Wait, wait. I'm not even going to go. Write erotic fanfiction? Masturbate to it? (laughs) No, we are not going there. (laughs) I've seen that. I have seen that. That is... You can't unsee it. But it did get me to think that this mm-hmm. this game's very addicting. And I you know, think I know where some of the elements are. It's the uh, the, the loot crate uh, reward system that they have for the game. But it was something that Wait, actually... Wait, they, they send you a loot crate in the mail? When no, you that's win? what I thought. <laughs> that would be awesome. No, it's a um, stuff that you can... Um, cosmetic stuff that you can do for your okay. characters, okay. Uh, skins. All this stuff. You know, nothing so that... you can make your character like... Look, Latino? Is that is that what you're saying? Like something you can... like that. Okay. Right. It's it's interesting. It's like, okay, here's the levels. The uh-huh. levels are the stick. The carrot is what you get when you level up. You get this box where you can get these oh. cool nifty little skins. Hearthstone's going to be like that for you. Okay. Okay, because, you know, you, you're going to do a lot of quests and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, boy. And it's going to... You're eventually going to get to a point where it's like, I get through this. I got, I got to get more packs and more cards and all... Trust me, it's going to happen. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have but, to play more. But, sat down with our good friend BJ and was discussing this with him about this addictive quality in games. And he did say, and it's sad he didn't get anything to me in time, that he's read articles and research that does point out addictive qualities of games and how that developers use that. Okay, for, no shit. Well, I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind of nefarious when you think about it. Good business, but nefarious. World of Warcraft. Exactly, and Blizzard. I'm going to say this, man. Blizzard's kind of the big crack pushers in video, in this market. They've they've got it down to a science. It's true. They know what the fans want. Right. They know how to tease you in. You know, tickle the taint a little bit, and then make you open up wide for it. Right. So. I mean, they they did it to me when I got the uh, like, open beta. I feel like Blizzard's got some kind of cocaine joke there. I think there is. Honestly. You know, and that's making me wonder if they've got some sort of coding algorithm embedded in all their games that's essentially digital crack. Not all their games. I played Diablo 3. Oh, ouch. Putting Diablo on blast. Uh, I, I don't know, man. A lot of people love Diablo 3. That's true. I'm married I, to an individual who loves his Diablo 3. My, my, my son's mother loves Diablo 3 as well. There you go. So, 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 so basically what you're saying is the new tagline for Overwatch. Overwatch is Josh's new cigarette. Yes. Okay. That Possible is, side effects might include. Wanting to play it even when you're at work. Twitching uncontrollably. <laughs> Quoting random catchphrases. Die! 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 Yelling. <laughs> Lots of yelling. Yeah, lot. well, that's Ret- not really a syndrome of the game. Retroactive yelling syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> have you met Josh? That's not really a... Retroactive. Have you ever played okay, video games with me, man? I scream at you guys when I'm playing video games. Speaking of video games... To. What's up? Speaking of video games... Look hey, that, something big happened. Segway, yeah, yes. E3. Uh, last last uh, episode I had said, hey, E3's coming up and I'm really excited about it. I'm going to watch E3. And I have, and I've posted some articles, so check those out on the website. I've read them. They're very good. Thank you very much. You're at questandnetwork.com. Um, and there are a lot of things I could talk about, but I'm just going to focus on a couple of things. Some things I really liked and some things I got a little bit of a gripe about. Um, so let's start with the good things. Number one, Sony's got a really killer lineup coming up here for the PlayStation 4. Now, we'll talk about some of the games that I'm really hyped for in a quick second, but the one thing that I'm still disappointed in is that these, a lot of these games, we don't know when they're coming out. We have no idea. Like, it's that pipe dream of, like, here's 
all of this beautiful stuff, but you may never be able to like actually play it. You will get to play, but it, when? But when? Three E threes from now. Yeah. Let me let me let me just throw out a few titles that I, I really uh, was kind of excited about what I saw. Last Guardian, a game that's been in development for a very long time. Uh, the makers, uh, Team Ico, the the makers of things mm-hmm. like uh, Shadow of the Colossus. And um, Ico. And Ico, right? Right. Um, that game finally has a release date. Comes out uh, in October, I do believe, if I remember correctly. Excellent. Um, so I'm re- definitely looking forward to that. Hideo Kojima, yeah, uh, who who is the, uh, if you're not familiar with Kojima's name, if you're not much into gaming, the mastermind behind... Metal Gear! Yes, the Metal Gear <laughs> games. He, uh, there was a lot of controversy lately. He was kind of ousted by the company, by, is it, is it Konami? That Konami. Does yeah. yeah, Konami. Um, yeah, does those games. And he decided he's going to make his own game, and it's really weird. If you haven't seen the trailer, please go watch the trailer. It is fucking bizarre. It apparently is, it's the first game that I've ever, I've seen, or at least I remember, and I can tell me if I'm wrong, it actually, it, in the credits for it, it's actually starring a real actor. It's Norman Reedus as this character in the game. Okay. So I did see that trailer. Yeah, you did make mention of Norman Reedus Norm- being naked on a yeah, beach. Yeah, he was naked I, on a beach. I thought you were you were spouting off a baby. I thought you were spouting off some sort of fantasy. At no, that well, I mean, yes, but he, I think uh, Ellen Page started in a video game. Oh, you're I, no, yes, yes, no. Yes, are Ellen, you sure? Yes, I, I Ellen Page. No, Ellen I'm Page serious. and Willem Dafoe uh, did star in a game. It soul something. Yes. Yeah. Huh. It, I thought you were making a joke that the the Last of Us that she looked just like her or whatever. No, oh, she did, but okay. no, I was... no, no. But this was a game. This was a game that had Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, it was a really weird scene where he's just like on this beach with all these dead animals and like sea life, and he's got this umbil- umbilical cord that's attached to this baby. He picks up and he's got a C section, and it's just fucking weird. And you see his ass like three times. It's so bizarre. Such a bizarre thing. So I believe it's called uh, Norman Reedus's ass is bizarre to Andrew. Ass, uh, what was it? Uh, death, 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 stranding, stranding, or something like that is hmm. weird. Weird title. They're coming up with a new Spider-Man game that, from the looks of it, looks like it could be really awesome. Comics, movies, TV it's, show. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell honestly, but I think An it's. Maybe? I think it's the it's Marvel trying to an, do an answer to the the Dark Knight, the Dark Dark Knight, Knight series games. that they got oh. a lot of success with. So like it looks like it's going to be a big so open pretty you can do. Not, pretty much its own thing. Yeah, as long as they thing. keep the mechanics working correctly, because I know they went from uh, Spider Man two to Ultimate Spider Man, and the web slinging mechanics just went right down the fucking. Yeah, it went to shit. Well, well, I couldn't finish is, it because I couldn't do anything. Who's developing this uh, Spider Man game? I do not remember off the top of my head, honestly. I do not remember, but I know that it was just, it was a short little clip. They didn't okay. they didn't go into a lot of detail actually about the game. So so, so probably a teaser trailer right now. Now yes, trailer. yes. I don't know exactly when um, when that's going to be good to go, but yeah. Fair it's, enough. Fair enough. There are two actual games from the Sony side I want to talk about very quickly. Mm-hmm. Detroit Become Human. Right, right. Which is... Not uh, a sense. Which, yeah, it's a weird title. But it's from the same people who made Heavy Rain. If you have played, if you, if you have played Heavy Rain, that game is amazing. I love that game. I wanted to, I but I always meant to take a look at it, but I never did. It's one of those games where it's about the choices that you make, and it's more about the narrative rather than like difficult gameplay. And right. I really, really enjoyed it. These games are starting to pop up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. This game, Detroit Becoming Human, is the way that they pitched it is that it's going to be very much. They showed like one scene played out 
50 different ways that depending upon the choices that you make it completely changes the narrative of the story and really? how it plays out so I'm really looking it's supposed to be one of the most immersive like branching type games where you get more control over how the story goes nice so nice. and then the last one of Sony's that I want to talk about real quick opened up their their conference and that's God of War 4 which go check out the article if you have not seen anything on God of War 4 yet but one of the coolest things about it is that we have a Kratos that is aged and we have and his kid and it seems like he's training his kid to become a fighter to kind of replace him and it seems to be set in Norse mythology so I'm very much looking forward to that it'll be something different enough that right. it'll hopefully be really interesting to play I was kind of wondering if they were going to go for another God of War game after mm-hmm. the end of God of War 3, three where, yeah, where yeah. he destroy, he pretty much destroys the world at the end of 3 spoilers if you haven't played yeah. God of War 3 right but he destroys everything so yeah. yeah if he's going into the Norse pantheon that could be fun so it's the same thing Xena did <laughs> oh shit does that mean he's eventually going to create Lucifer yeah probably oh dick <laughs> couple other little things, and then we'll, we'll get on to the episode. One thing, I, I, a trend that I'm not a fan of right now, VR. Yeah, I got no interest in it. I, I, I don't either. It, it uh, was a gimmick that didn't stick when we were when we were younger. Well, to be fair, the technology when we were younger was awful. If you remember the Virtual Boy, the Virtual Boy was not good oh, VR. No, no, I'm talking about the, the Place Reality Adventures that was back at the mall. Oh, God, yeah. They, okay, that, okay. they touted it as the, as the first VR yeah. arcade, yeah. and it eventually just turned into a crappy comic book shop. But the idea of VR and, like... Sony announced their VR headset that's going to be four hundred dollars, and, and and while yes they've got fifty games put together, they're not going to be able to put a really good VR actual game experience together for a long time. It's just it's just not going to happen. And a lot of the things I saw like, hey, you're, you want to pick up Final Fantasy fifteen? Great, that game's awesome. We're going to have a VR component if you want. You can buy you know buy it and also get the the VR kit and do that so it's like it, it what you're saying is it's gonna be a lot of these games that mm-hmm. have quote-unquote vr it's and like maybe be, not it, it was gonna be like uh, a gimmick yeah it's gonna be a gimmick like how they do a lot of uh movies nowadays with mm-hmm. 3d that weren't made meant to, to, to be yeah. meant to be 3d but they throw they tack on the 3d anyway right and, so these and games it, are gonna be super dark and hard to see probably exactly. <laughs> but bill don't worry they're working and developing right now a vr version of fallout 4 would be badass but i don't know that i want to Pay the money for the <laughs> right the equipment. Last thing is vats all the time anyway. So yeah, it's just true, right? Yeah. Why not? You, you immerse a real true vats experience. The last thing I want to talk about is that Nintendo had a strange strategy this year. Uh, their entire booths Puppets? no, their entire booth this year was only dedicated to the new Zelda game, which by the way looks really awesome, mm-hmm. and I'm going to play that game and really enjoy it. It is very much open world and everything they showed was this very vast expansive area and it was only a fraction of the map so i'm really looking forward to the the changes they've made in the the play style and that overall i I was actually talking to my friend colleen about that and she said that this game is going to be 15 times larger than twilight princess yeah it's it's going to be which i hear is was a big game in its own right yeah no it's that was huge yeah it's it's going to be uh, really interesting, I think. All right. So, yeah, I, E3 was a, was awesome to watch. There were a lot of really interesting, cool things going on this year. I had a lot of fun keeping up with it all. So go check out those, check out those articles if you'd like. Go ahead and visit the Questionable Endeavor website. Yeah, follow it on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, check out the website. We'd like love us, to, please. Yeah, we, we want your attention. Bill, any news or we're going to jump into the review? I can jump right into the review. All right, all right. And, and remember... Episode 15, Excel Saga. Bill, <laughs> take it away. Hold on. Nope. He's... 
he has got a really large bottle of alcohol. He is just taking a big swig. You know, <sighs> I've noticed, now the fans, you can't see this because obviously it's a podcast, but Bill has progressively been bringing down more and more booze. Like now he, he didn't even bring down a glass. He just opted for the entire bottle. I'm waiting for the time that we come down to the studio. We can't set things up because there's a keg in here. Good idea. <laughs> oh, Lord. So tell us about this episode, Bill. Fucking sucked. Well, 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 that, yeah, okay, that, you're front-loading, you, you, you're front-loading that reaction, Bill, Bill, that's supposed to be at the very end. Bill with his best critic impression there. <laughs> it stinks! It stinks! No, no, hack <laughs> him! Oh, man, we need to do the critic cast, that'd be fun. Just review every episode of the critic cast? Crit cast? Roman <laughs> green peas. Full of green penis. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what luck! There was a French fry stuck in my beard. <laughs> you guys remember? How do you guys remember lines from the critic. Yeah. All right. You guys remember the critic? Oh my god! All right. I love that show. All right, <laughs> Bill, review time. Okay, we open on the office of JC Staff again, mm-hmm. and McFoley's outside. Wait, what? Huh? Yeah. Oh, no. no, no, no. Okay, no. Sorry, no. buddy. Anyway, inside, way less interesting. Uh, the guy with the glasses that I thought was the real life Croce Richto, but isn't. I don't know. Right, right. You're yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're, we're pretty sure that was the studio exec. He's telling some writers and Shinichi Watanabe, who's dressed as Nabashin. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he had small statues of Robin Matsu produced. <laughs> <laughs> I like this bit at the beginning. Here. Oh, gosh, yes. And he is, of course, demanding that she be returned to the show. Despite being blown up, uh, he apparently now has 20,000 of them being produced in China as they speak. <laughs> oh, it's like me when I made the Shadow Vane t-shirts. K! <laughs> we, we need to sell these. K! K! Just, just do it! K! <laughs> he's, oh. he's about as twitchy as you are today, Josh. Along with uh, what appears to be plushies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta sell that merch, man. It's all about the brand. He peers past the staff into the darkness and begs Koshi Rikdo. Koshi Richto is eating this up, by the way. He did this last episode too, where he's just like he he, he looks he's like he feels gone. so he feels so empowered, like he's just like yeah, begged at me, bitch, because yeah, like, you're failing it. He agrees and gives this stamp mirrored on the screen of approval. So we're bolstering. Yes. All right. So I like to call it the double down. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. The yeah. double stuff. The uh... <laughs> no. Ah! <laughs> Just talk oh, about, we're talking about Oreos. Just talk about Oreos. All right, good. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Theme song. Yeah. Huh? Uh, we cut to the exterior of the apartment complex. Watanabe wakes up to find Awada in a black suit praying at a shrine to Robin Matsu. Aww. And this pisses him right the fuck off. <laughs> it really does. Although... To be fair, I would be a little annoyed even if you if it was you, Bill, like I woke up and you were just like in the corner of my room muttering strangely to like a box. I would I would probably be really kinda of concerned. Watanabe gives not a single shit that she's dead. Oh poor Awata barely knew her. He barely knew her. And they got a new one anyway. That's oh, that is oh god. That's But it's an imposter. Terrible. But it's an imposter. It's not the same thing, it, damn it. No, it's not. Well, Awata agrees because he cries like a bitch. <laughs> Not his Robin Matsu. It's true. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> Thanks, Shioji. Watanabe, Watanabe looks up hearing a delivery being made 
It's a semi being backed up. <laughs> it breaks the wall so easily. Break the wall down! <laughs> and a lot of wrestling references already. Yep. <laughs> and we suddenly see the new Ropenmatsu bound up, barking orders at the movers, being kind of a little bitch. Yeah, she is. She's moving in, and Awada is having fucking none of it. Okay, so so this apartment complex, which when you look at it from the outside, I believe there's six apartments. Okay. You've got Excel and Hyatt. Yep, they're in the you've upper... Got... Left hand. You've got Watanabe and the people oh. that happen to see Awada and Sumiyoshi and right next door. You've got Matsuya living there. I think she's downstairs. I think she is too. She's downstairs. And now you've got Rope and Matsu. So the other two apartments, if they have people in them, can you imagine how pissed off they are at all times? Or deaf. Maybe. Yeah, they might have like elderly. Do you think? Do you think the elderly couple? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Oh my the... god! That's why Sumiyoshi's hanging out with them. Exactly. They live, uh, so we know five of the six apartments. Okay. Cool. With an old dead man. <laughs> I wonder was, if he's he, still... You he think was, he's still dead in there? He was fucked to death. Oh, hey, he was fucked to death. <laughs> is he still dead? Like, you know, I got better. <laughs> well, it is Excel. Great <laughs> well, world gr- of macrocosm. Granted, I mean... I don't know. She's been preoccupied. Do you think that the uh, the Poochu lives in the other one? I just thought he lived in Excel's apartment. Oh, that could be oh, true. Like, could be like, like in a box. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the wall. In the wall. I guess we'll find out <laughs> if someone just, else moves hear, in. You could just hear the uh, scurrying it's, in the wall. You listen closely and it's just... <laughs> it's Poochoo it's Jenkins. Poochoo Jenkins! That's not what I meant at all. He's got wow on the brain. All right, couldn't continue. God damn it! Josh is like... I like H.P. Lovecraft. He's my favorite author. <laughs> and then make a Lovecraft reference. Boom! Right over his head. Okay, that was one... Dreams of the Witch House was one that I did not get through. Or even start. <laughs> Iwata whips a box at her. <laughs> I, I assume that was a shrine? Yeah, it yeah, was. It was a shrine. Okay. It was a memorial. And she rightfully, at this point, gets pissed off and hurls it back at his head. Which oh. I thought that was a clock. I, I was very <laughs> confused. <laughs> yeah, no, I can understand why you'd be really confused by that. Uh, and buries it into the outer wall. Yeah, um, this, is, this is a robot we're dealing with yeah. her. So she's a robot. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care how much of a lollybot she is. She's still a robot. She wants to be good friends with Awada and Watanabe. She means well. Awachi and Watapi. 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 Is that like when you? Is that like when you're like? Pissing next to someone in the urinal, and you turn to them, and you like go for a high five, like what a pee, man, what a pee. Is that a gay thing? What? No. Wow, no, no. <laughs> that's terrible. That's crossing, that's crossing swords, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't you don't do that in the public restrooms? No, I try to avoid public restrooms. Oh, fair enough. I like to pee outside <laughs> in the alley. <laughs> Sumiyoshi is already helping his co-worker move. <laughs> and Wada's really pissed about this, by the way. He is. Yeah, but Sumiyoshi's a nice-ish... Yeah, he just basically is like, I'm helping a co-worker move. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is literally what he says. Wada the crybaby runs off. Sumi-chan does wonder why she's moving in here. And it's because Master said she needed to go out and learn about the human world. He notes this is odd. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit odd. Mm-hmm. In the background, the pedo pedal limo pulls up <laughs> with uh, Kabu and the gross scientist guy inside. Yeah. I don't remember this scene. It's probably for the best. Uh, he thinks that a group, the group, is getting along fine. Kabu notes that they, in fact, aren't, and asked why he couldn't have just built her like she was. He says he could have and did make a spare one. Actually, he just prefers the jailbait version. Yeah, which I, I think Sumiyoshi like points uh. out like very dryly. He's like, oh. It's so his that, preference. That's his preference. 
Yeah, well... To be, I... to be fair, there is a scene where when they... I can't remember if it's this scene or a little bit later with the car, where he's talking all gaga goo goo with the baby or with the kid, and there's like a, a shading of red in the background, like kind of showing like, yeah, this isn't okay. Like, we understand this isn't okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that was right at that very beginning where he, when he mentions his, that it's his preference, and then you see the red background outside the window right. that immediately went, ugh. Yeah. That, yeah. that was the series going yeah uh, yeah exactly kabapu gets points in my book here he wants the repairs done to the one that isn't creepy shioji promises her back by noon kabapu does lose some points though why is that because i am reminded he's being dwiven around Back with the girls. Yay! Uh, they hail Hitler and uh, <laughs> Excel prostrates herself and begs forgiveness. The huge failure the other day was entirely her fault for getting carried away with her youth. But, Bill, shocker coming up. Really? Yeah! El Palazzo does, pulls the shocker on her? Oh, God! <laughs> oh, my God, no! Wow. Oh, my God! Wait, she has a chest hair? What? Other shocker? Sh- I think that's what she said. Oh, Anyway, Excel won't make any excuses and instead begs forgiveness. Il Palazzo disagrees with Excel. Yes! I think just out of spite, honestly, at this point. You think so? No, because... (laughs) (laughs) That would be be the biggest dick move ever. Like, oh, she actually believes that she's done bad. I'm just going to tell her she did good just to fuck with her. I think that's what's going on. He says that despite problems, it was a success. She suffers a fit of delusion in being told that she did well. Uh, I believe what she's experiencing is orgasmic ecstasy. Yes! <laughs> Callback. Call <laughs> Me and Andrew do indeed share a brain. It's true. However, today's city conquest plan 5227 will require a great amount of chance to succeed. Wait a minute. I just realized something. Yes. Are there no new actors in this episode? None. So you had, That's why you didn't write anything down. You said you didn't do any, any, any writing notes. Because there are no new actors to say their names. Dude, I was playing a lot of Overwatch. Oh, God, here we go again. Anyway, this plan will require a great amount of chance to succeed. Uh-huh. All right. Excel gives her best Homer. Go! <laughs> the deployment will be a bit different. Oh. He pulls the rope. <laughs> and Excel loses her shit. Well, okay, to be fair, she's conditioned to this point to expect yeah. to be sent down the pit. Pavel? She almost seems a little bit um, sad by the loss. A little, a little bit, bit, yeah. Damn you, Pavlov! Yeah, she's really fucked with her. But in this time, a door opens up, and a big, ugly robot rolls in the room. Yeah, really <laughs> ugly robot. Wow, it's like like something out of like the 1950s. I'm expecting like an Aqua Teen Hunger Force type thing with the professor or whatever. <laughs> like I expect this to be Doctor like one Strange. of Doctor Strange's yeah. like creations. My butt's full of tacos, and I'm crazy as hell. <laughs> My hair heater! There can be only one space ghost. This is the compulsory delivery robot, or T-10,000. The robot is the agent in this mission, and the girls are just bodyguards and cannon fodder for it to get to its target. Excel especially. Yeah. Let's clarify, Excel is the cannon fodder. Because he says he looks forward to T-10,000 and Hyatt return. Exactly. That is true. She promises to do her best, Il Palazzo ignores her, and she's totally crushed. Aww. She begged for a reaction, and here comes the pit, which is good enough for her. It is. It is. <laughs> it really is. We cut back to the civil servant team. Yeah! As Kabapu formally introduces them to Ropumatsu. 
Watanabe and Masaki discuss the wisdom in asking questions. Iwata is just cheesed off. She's calling herself Ropenmatsu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not his Ropenmatsu, goddammit. Kabu tells them to be nice to her temporarily while Iwata tries to bully the robot girl. He and ha- fails. He hates her stupid cat ears and tells her to chew peanuts with her eyes and eat spaghetti with her nose. Sounds like, an, sounds like when I'm trying to be mean to Bill. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, it does kind of sound like one of your insults. So she does. Thankfully, facing away from the camera. He's pretty horrified. Yeah, the the, the look of terror is um, it's pretty. pretty yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty substantial. It, it's, it's Cut back to the girls. Yeah! They're following the robot down the street while everybody looks on, discussing what they can do to avoid so much attention. <laughs> Oblivious that a child has fallen in the path of the robot's giant tread. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good bit. I do this, like this. This bit. is Tiananmen Square. Oh, but instead of a. And instead of on purpose, he fell down. Yeah. (laughs) Suddenly, Excel has an idea. This ought to be good. (laughs) Oh, it is. And she bolts off. We see the aftermath of the child. The treads beating a path carefully around the child, but two boot prints in the middle of his back. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks like Excel jumped right on him. Oh, yeah. It's like both feet next to each other. Yeah, yeah. Just full-on mud puddled him. Yeah, she was was kangarooing around. That's when she had the idea. She had that that moment of epiphany, and she... (laughs) On the kid. There you go. The plan. Why just dress the fucking thing up like a panda bear? Everybody <laughs> loves panda bears. In fact, this turns out to be a mixed bag, which is above par for Excel. No, it worked out well because... That's what I'm uh, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, it so worked for, out, I mean... Well, kind of. Kind of, yeah. if you really think about it. I mean, yes, it No one it... is standing around staring... At a robot. But a horde of amused children are now running along the sides of the horrible parade float. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and some adults, too. And my fa- my probably my favorite part from the whole episode is coming up here. Is that when the robot starts to just huck ass yes! in the air? Yes! He just, yeah. he just, like, the kid's just like, oh my god, it's a... He, like, like I, hugs I, onto I, its tail. Well, just, and she just picks it up and just, just throws just, it in the Excel's air. Reaction, right into the fucking stratosphere. Yep. Just, Excel's reaction is great. He goes, oh my god, look at what the cute little panda did to that small child. New plan. Hyatt lays in the panda's lap and tries not to get motion sickness while Excel pushes it to speed the process along. Well, deep life, Hyatt. Yeah, yeah deep life, Hyatt. Because, yeah. She basically asks Hyatt, like, could you just try not to die for once? Like, just, just for one time. Right. And, you know, she wasn't complaining about dying. She was just complaining about having motion sickness. Yes, that's true. Although she does end up kind of dead by the end because they end up in the ex- hospital again. And Excel accelerates. That's true. Back at the city security office, everyone seems to be doing paperwork while Ropenmatsu hugs her desk like a fucking maniac. (laughs) (laughs) Iwata acts like an emo kid. He says Ropenmatsu and she says what? He bitches about her name again and apparently will only accept her as Roboco Roboto. (laughs) Is that, I I don't get the reference there. Okay, Roboto, actually, there is a reference there to uh, Mr. Roboto. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. Maybe maybe it was The stick song. Maybe maybe it was a reference. You can't sticks. pay for that. It's, it's okay. He sung it so terribly that they won't even recognize. Yeah, yeah. This. No one, you know what? No one's gonna mistake me for Dennis D. Young. She runs to Big Sister Masaki for help. She really doesn't want to deal with it at all. <laughs> she has a peculiar reaction here. until yeah, Iwata claims Masaki is his too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she pancakes him with an ashtray. Of course. Well, yeah, rightfully so. No, absolutely. Masaki I mean, just wants to do paperwork. Matsuya just wants to do the job of a civil servant. She does yeah. not like this bullshit. Robomatsu hears something. Ah! And she runs off. Oh. Commercial break. Hey! 
prior prior to the commercial break, the two things I like was she runs off and Watanabe goes, maybe she had to go to the bathroom. Usagi <laughs> goes, her? And then Wada starts screaming at the camera and breaks the fourth wall, screaming, demanding that he needs to see his contract because he doesn't want to be a part of this shit. <sighs> Bill says that every time. I cut it out every time he says it. But, but Contract. Damn you. We had a gentleman's agreement. I thought it was for liquor. <laughs> You've got yeah, you've got liquor you've right got at your a feet. Whole now, bottle. While we're on the break, why, why don't you go ahead? Just you know, do you, do you need I think, a break? I think, I think, I think you need, need to sippy, top sippy. yourself off there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Drink it. It's good stuff. <laughs> we come back to the bottom of the ocean. Pedro is <laughs> still odd. trapped in a giant flan. Yeah, it's gonna get otter. Yeah, it does. Ooh, they're gonna be otters. Well, <laughs> it is the ocean. It is the so, ocean. Sorry, I just got done watching Zootopia as well, and I'm also addicted to that. Were you watching that while playing Overwatch? Yes. <laughs> of course you were. Holding his breath like he's not an idiot ghost. <laughs> the fuck it fairy comes in and kisses him, giving her oxygen to him. She says, take my oxygen, Pedro. And he's like, he says, she'll <laughs> die. She'll <laughs> die. Like she's not a slutty idiot cosmic thing. Yeah, like she's not, you know, so like a multi-powerful thing that can restart all of space and time and life. And she even comments at the fact that Pedro is still dead. She wants him to live, even though he's already dead. Okay. But still, she wants him to live. So, if she is the great will of the macrocosm and, and can reset stuff and bring people back to life, is she a bitch for not doing that for him? Unless, she... unless dude has some kind of power to... Maybe Fawn is her weakness? I don't know. Oh, maybe. But I'm just no, saying in general. I think she wants to keep Pedro for herself. Oh, Think about this, selfish. right? Think about this, because if she did resurrect Pedro, where do you think Pedro's going to go? His sexy wife. Exactly. And, and, not to, and not to the will. Back with the girls. Hey! The robot has stopped at what appears to be its destination. Yay. Excel is surprised to find Hyatt dead. For Yay. Some, for some reason, she's surprised. Yeah, at this point, there's no reason to be surprised. So she grabs the body and runs away. While we close up on the ticking panda's face. Mm-hmm. Yay. This is what Rapamatsu apparently heard as she calls Kabapu to tell him, and he tells her to take care of it quickly and cautiously. He's heading over, too. She's spazzing out and singing about dismantling the bomb, <laughs> even going as so far as to say, since you cut red, she'll do blue. It kind of it alludes to what we'll see in next week's episode. The very similar nature that we see between the Rope and Matsus compared to the dynamic between Excel and Hyatt. Like, it's not Excel mm. who does the song this time around. No, it's, 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 it's Rope and Matsu, the two. little yeah. one. The lollipot. L- she opens sister. her cat ears to scan the bomb, attacks it, gets swatted away easily. <laughs> this bit is funny as shit. Another attack is thwarted by a flamethrower as the others actually show up at this point. I, is this a scene, or is it a little bit later, where Watanabe has, like, the most sensical thing that I've heard all anime, the entire anime, when he says, shouldn't we call the cops or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that is, that is the, mo- the most... It's it's within that scene, but I think it's a little... Oh, okay, weird. but either way, that is literally the most sane thing that I've heard anyone ever say on this anime. I think he does say it just about now, because she gets she's getting swatted around mm-hmm. as they watch. Yeah. And she tells him it's a bomb. Oh, okay. Everybody runs away, and I think that's where he That's where he says, says it, yes. We have we have almost an identical scene as the last time, where they're like, it's a bomb, Awada and, and says. It's literally, yeah, it's Awada again, just splurts it out. And then the, the crowd starts to run. Not all of the crowd, though. Though, to be fair, 
Robomatsu did tell him while fighting the robot, and they were about 50 yards away, so she was kind of screaming it, too. That's, yeah. So she said she's going to dismantle it. Yeah. And the robot lets loose with dual chain guns from its chest. <laughs> and throws it to the ground. Poor, poor Robomatsu. Watanabe yeah. wants to, oh, there we go, right here. Watanabe wants to call the cops now. Okay. There we are. Uh, but Kabupu pulls up and says she can handle it. Probably. He puts a spin on the pervert's work, saying she's lighter weight, which wasn't the problem. <laughs> no! But not fine. At all. She's apparently tougher, too. Probably. It will be hard to break, even if an elephant steps on it, which is weirdly specific. That is really weirdly specific. It's a hell of a slogan, though. It's a great slogan. Probably. Probably. No one's convinced of this. Iwata watches the fight and thinks back to the accident, believing she did it to save him since she loved him. The first Robomatsu, that is. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a self-centered flashback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The robot tears off Robomatsu's arm and throws it to the ground when Iwata jumps in to save her. Yay! A creepy what? scientist laughs as it's exactly noon, and he tells his little, uh... <laughs> his little, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't remember this scene. Uh, hey, hey, uh, Josh, who was uh, Little played by? Sorry, I had a joke about this kid assistant and her sliding down the button, but I threw up my mouth. <sighs> what are we talking about? Shioji, right? The the uh, the whole, uh, oh man, assistant thing. What? Shioji. I, I have no, 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 he only had that one scene jo- at the beginning. Jo- Josh? He's having repressed memories. Oh, I think he is. Are you, are you having another stroke? What? No. You want to show me on the action figure where Shioji touched you? <laughs> here, right here. Just show me right where he touched you. There. Oh. An Optimus and Prime there. smokestack? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that button unleashes the promised backup of the adult Ropenmatsu, armed with a Yay! huge shuriken. Oh my god, guys, 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 guys! Ropenmatsu's back! Uh-oh, someone switched gender to waifu again. Yee! Waifu! Iwata runs to her. She bolts right into the asphalt and, run, and runs to stop the robot. <laughs> right into the asphalt. If wow. he got a little bit closer, man, he'd be dead. Yeah, he probably. Shit. The Ropenmatsus meet. The adult one attacks the robot and cuts away the panda costume. Everyone is impressed like that wasn't just cloth. It's As the presi- precision. The, of, mo- of the, the more shirts. I see of Ropenmatsu 1, the more I really like Ropenmatsu 1. I really do, honestly, though. Yeah, I do, too. Like, she's she's so no-nonsense. Mostly no because nonsense. she has tits. Uh, no, I just like her because she has no idea what's going on. The pedo pedal limo shows uh. up, and Gyoji lets us all know she's upgraded. Yeah, with scissors, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she uses her entire arm as, like, a, a knife, like a, like a sword. Like, she just cuts the thing's arm off or whatever. At one point. No, she she had a giant shuriken that she cut the arms off with. No, she went like this oh, with her arm. No, she... That's, that's, yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's later. the mallet. That's, that's the later. mallet. Okay, yeah, that's the mallet later. hand. Yeah. Sumiyoshi knows what's up with his dirt bag. Uh, Shioji <laughs> and Lolita command Ropenmatsu to get <laughs> the robot. Like she, like she wasn't already doing that. That's true. It's right. true. She's already getting after him. Nice. The robot's last line of defense is a wooden mallet, which, shockingly, doesn't work. Well, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like whack-a-mole. Two chain little, little two little chain things. guns don't do anything, but uh, let's use a wooden mallet. <laughs> anyway, she gets on his back and cuts the red wire again and sets off the bomb. Well, to be fair, to be fair, this is a new model. Right. Maybe they didn't change the programming properly. She's supposed to be upgraded. No, that's something else, too, that I forgot that we needed to point out. They keep cutting the red wire. Uh-huh. 
there have been three instances of bomb disarmings in this yeah. series. All three times, they cut the goddamn red wire and uh-huh. it blows up. Mm-hmm. That's called a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a, a running a, a gag. Running, a running joke. Yeah. Iwata sits dejected in the street as both robot girls' heads roll by. Oh, it's really sad, actually. You know, heads will roll. Heads did roll. It's a really sad scene. Hyatt wakes up from death with Excel by her side. <laughs> Excel looks so just dejected. She, no, she's like drained. She's like, I'm learning, and I love the fact that she said she's learning more about the medical profession than she ever wanted. Yeah, she, well, I mean, to be fair, yeah, she spends a lot of time in hospitals <clears> anymore. <throat> Especially with that same doctor. And she's pretty much over this whole thing. She's kind of like you in this episode. Yeah. Like she's, she's the you. Emo Wada throws a big <laughs> oh. and a little bull oh, into don't the be, ocean. Hey, don't, e- Emo Wada. Don't be mean to him. He lost his love twice. And he finally accepted the annoying one as well. It was a cathartic moment, Bill. Yeah. Catharsis. Yeah. You always have a cathartic moment when you finish the last of the whiskey. It's true. Don't you, don't, you, don't you feel that moment? Oh, I wish I had more whiskey. And then you turn around, oh, I do. But then you had to get to buy some, That's and true. you're happy. That's true. That's yeah, true. but... You're, you're, you're such but... a good little consumer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up and take his money! What do we need? Whiskey! Uh, resources, but... Oh, God, there he goes again. Bill, we're almost done with the episode! It's good stuff. I know it is. <sighs> back at the security department, Robinmatsu and Robinmatsu are back. <laughs> Can we just call them Robinmatsu squared? Sure. All right, cool. Today's experiment failed. Aww. Back at the warehouse, however, Ooh. we see the rope and Matsu figure's head fall off. Aww. While the staff sings well, out about how bad the anime is no matter what they do. To be fair, they did make a joke about how they're being mass produced in China. So it was definitely probably a dig at China. Probably. A dog didn't eat it and die. Well, that we saw. Yeah, but well, well, well to, be, to be fair. We did not see Menchi in this episode anywhere. <laughs> Minchi. We didn't see Menchi. We didn't see a Poochu. Menchi died from poisoning from Chinese yep. action figures. Yep. And technically, we didn't even see Nabashin in this episode. Well, we, saw, we did. Well, that was more Nabashin being Watanabe. Well, I mean, he he even says oh, in the like the clip episode, he says, you know, I'm the blah, blah, blah of Shinichi. Didn't, didn't he say something about Watanabe? He said something about being the Avatar. Yeah, the Avatar. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Right, but, but I think, I do think that the Shinichi Watanabe in here is drawn a little bit different with the same outfit and hair. You think so? He does. I, I believe there's a difference between the characters design. Shinichi Wat- hmm. Watanabe is known to go to cons dressed as Nabashin. But I, I think it's based on him, but I think there is a... That's kind of why I thought there was a... That guy with the glasses was like maybe the real Koshi Rikto. Oh, okay. Because because of the differences in the drawings. Because there's a little bit of difference in in Watanabe right. Shinichi Watanabe and okay. Nabashin. So that was episode 15, folks. Yeah. Want me to start? Yeah. I'll oh, sorry. I like the episode. It's not top five. I think the previous episode still did the job that it was supposed to. The whole making fun of the whole brand new character concept and making them big. This idea was the well, we're committed to this idea, folks. So you're just gonna deal with it. And there was a lot of enjoyability to the episode. There was a lot of comedy. Obviously, Il Palazzo is becoming a mad bomber. Tourist. I, and, but I mean, in the end, it, it wasn't the big, bright, I love this episode. I got that from the last episode. This had a lot lot of jokes in it that were a lot of fun. A lot of quotable quotes as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on certain things. I like this episode better than the episode that came before. Um, I don't like it as much as what we'll see in the next episode. I really like the next episode quite a bit. 
But there are, there are positives and negatives. Positives. I thought that the neighbors were really good in this, especially Iwata. And oh I God, really yes. do like Ropenmatsu 1. And even though Ropenmatsu 2 is annoying, she had some good moments and some funny moments as well. The thing I don't like about this episode is that they're rehashing the exact same plot as the episode before. Right. There, it felt basically the same. It felt like not really much of anything happened. That is something that gets rectified in a, you know, as we go further on to a couple other episodes, mm-hmm. but it just felt samey to me. Like, like, we had a lot of the same jokes in the last episode, even though I like this one better than the last one. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was fully necessary. Bill? Well, the thing I was struck by, because this is part of my marathon binge. Yes. Um, so I watched this at least twice. Yeah. Three times counting the day. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm struck with, this episode feels incredibly short. It did feel I short. I know it's probably not. It, it, you know, the last episode felt really short, too. Did it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we talked about that last week, that the last week's uh, episode, episode 14, felt really short, too. Like, not a lot happened. You could almost, like, uh, could have combined these into one episode, really, honestly, and those, I, these two. And I wonder if maybe the new character and then the new annoying character, like the new sexy character mm-hmm. and then the new annoying character mm-hmm. were two different episodes because they were trying to hit two different... Oh, genres. Genres, maybe. Yeah, demographics, even. Yeah, yeah not like even demographics. Like genres, like like two different ways of a new character coming in. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Yeah, we got most of the same jokes. We got a very similar plot. But I, I don't think it was any particularly worse than anything else. Okay. Yeah. can't say it was good because we know my feelings, but I don't think it was any more jarring than any of the other ones. So, overall, a glowing review from you right here. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's a middle-of-the-road episode, and uh, that, that is high marks for Bill. That is true. Pretty much, yeah. Next week, we have a very special episode for you. We have episode 16 of Excel Saga, Take Back Love. Hmm. Wasn't that the song in the South Park episode about anime? Was it? Uh, <sighs> something, something, to... something, protect my balls. Take something, back something, love. Take, take back love. I think that was the, maybe. Uh, I, we're gonna have to look that up now. Maybe there's a stab, maybe there's stab, some chop, sort of chop, reference chop, there. Kill. kill. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. That was the uh, the Pokemon character from Drawn to Characters music uh, theme song. Drawn to Characters or Drawn Together? No, no, Drawn Together. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He doesn't know. I remember. I forgot about Drawn Together. Oh, yeah, they had, they had a, they had a Pokemon character. That's true. And, they did. And it, Part of the theme song you hear in the background, you hear kids screaming, Stab, stab, cut, cut, die, die! Haha, oh. <laughs> two hands. <laughs> now you'll be semicolon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anywho, on that note, so we don't sit here quoting that like we quoted the critic at the beginning. Thank you once again for listening to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. I'm still chewing peanuts with my eyes and eating spaghetti through my nose. My name is Andrew. You're <laughs> what now? Peanuts. You pervert. He won't break. Maybe a sense of humor will. Uh, even if an elephant steps on him, probably. His name is Bill. Urgh. And Josh, who lives in a self-centered flashback. It's so amazing in here. Like, everyone loves me and doesn't make fun of me. And all my ex-girlfriends said that they were wrong to leave me. And satisfied. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and, that too. In bed. Oh, and before we go, I just can we have a moment of silence for Menchi, who who died, ate the plastic head off of a rope and matsu doll and died can we, can we have a moment of silence, please? No. Oh. The Great Will's gonna bring her back.
Oh. We already got her on it. Okay. We just didn't see her. Yeah. That's all. Hi, Miss Munchie. We saw her. She was at the end singing. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, on Twitter at tuningjapanese, and Tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com. You can also send us any questions, suggestions, or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Tuning Japanese is a part of the Questionable Endeavor Media Network. Visit questnnetwork.com for more information on our other podcasts in this network, including the Shadow Bay Podcast, Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, and the Geek and Gamer Guild. I mean, just look at you. Like those things on your head. Cute, huh? No, they're just offensive. If you got the energy to wiggle those nasty things, why don't you chew peanuts with your eyes and eat spaghetti through your nose, you offense to God? Okay. Whoa. <laughs>